I want to be fluent in English. I hear this from loads of my students, but what does it actually mean? Let's talk about it. Alright everyone, I'm Dan and I'm here to help you stop being an English student and start being an English speaker. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking all about what fluency actually means. Um, first of all, I want to say last week, the podcast, the audio wasn't very good. I've heard it from a lot of people. I'm sorry. It'll be better this time. I also want to just quickly shout out the study squad, which is a group of people that joined my study squad group. If you want to be part of it, dansenseenglish.com slash study squad. Links in the description. Today, we're going to be talking about English fluency and what that actually means. We're going to talk about what my students think it means. And we're going to talk about what other people think it means. And then I'm going to tell you the truth about what it actually means. So if you're interested in becoming a fluent English speaker, maybe this podcast is going to be good for you. So let's jump in. Fluency is an idea of how well you can speak a second language or a third language or a 25th language if you're that good at learning languages. But fluency is kind of hard to say exactly what it is. What my students think fluency is, right? I'll give you a list of what they think it is. It's perfect use of English grammar. They know all the grammar, they know how to use it perfectly, and they can easily take different parts of grammar and put it together when they're in a conversation. It also means never forgetting a word and always understanding every single word that they hear. Like, they never ever get confused, like, what does that word mean? They know them all, that's fluency. They're able to understand everyone all the time in that language. They can communicate with everyone. They understand every single word that they hear because they're fluent. They're able to communicate just like a native speaker can. They've got full control over the English language and they can put it out in any way that they see fit. And finally, my students often believe that fluency means being perfect. Now, that is a load of shit, if you don't mind me saying so. That is not fluency. That is perfection. And I'm sorry to break this to you, but perfection does not exist. It's not a real thing. Nobody's perfect. I'm not even perfect. And I'm a native speaker and an English teacher. If I'm not perfect, why do you think that you can be perfect? Why? Don't. Just, just don't. It's too hard. It's too hard to do that. So, what the student's idea of fluency is, is completely wrong. It's, it's impossible to achieve that. And then they get upset because, oh, my English is not good enough to be fluent. Actually, your English is good enough to be fluent. You just don't understand what fluent is. And that is a big problem. Now, I understand that everybody wants to achieve this level of fluency. Like, they want to be a fluent English speaker. And I get that. But what does that mean, 
right? What at what point are you like, okay, now I'm fluent? And that answer is different for everyone. So I'm gonna tell you what I think fluency is. And for me, what fluency means. I think fluency means you can talk about things that you need to talk about, right? You can go to the doctor and explain that your back hurts. You can go to the supermarket and ask where the pineapples are. You know, survival language, stuff that you need to do in the new language, in the second language, to survive. That is fluency. Also, being able to have a conversation about stuff that interests you, I think is really important in terms of fluency. If you love football, being able to talk about football in another language sounds pretty fluent to me. So I think, you know, being able to survive and being able to talk about stuff you like in that language is fluency. That's fluent to me. Um, I think it also, if I had to put a basic definition of fluency together, I would say you are fluent if you can get the meaning across to the other person without too much work on your side or their side to try and understand. Like it's not too much work for you to output what you're trying to say and it's not too much work for the listener to understand what you're on about. That's fluency, right? To me, if the meaning is getting across and the other person can understand it without too much extra work, jobs are gooden, as we say. Jobs are gooden. Um, I also think in terms of communication, not having like massive pauses in the middle of your sentence. A lot of students, they'll speak and then they'll stop while they kind of process the next part of the sentence and there'll be long pauses of five, six, seven seconds in the middle of their sentence while they're able to you know, put together the rest of the sentence in their head, right? And that's what people do. And if you're doing that, and this is a long pause, I wouldn't say that you're fluent yet. Close, but not yet. So try and avoid those long pauses. Another thing that fluency means is being able to communicate when you don't know a word, right? In English, we call it talking around a word that you don't know. Now let's imagine we're talking um, uh, in Japanese, right? And for some reason, I don't know the word for scissors in Japanese, it's hasami, but let's imagine I don't know this word. And I need to explain scissors when I don't know the word scissors. So I need to talk around the problem. You know, and you can do things like, you know, it's those things, it's like two knives with circles on the bottom and we use them to cut hair. Ah, you mean scissors. Yeah, scissors, that's what I mean. Having that skill, where even if you don't know the word, you can still get the meaning of that word to the other person. That's a very good skill, and if you can do that, I'd say that's a big part of fluency. And this one, I, if you only listen to one thing in this entire podcast, pay attention to this part. Making mistakes. You can still make mistakes and be fluent. That's fine. As long as the other person can understand what you're trying to say and there's not too much extra work, even if your grammar's not perfect, even if you use slightly strange words, fluency. 
to me. That's what I think. Um, yeah, I think fluency is misunderstood. For me, uh, I can do those things in Japanese, so I consider myself fluent Japanese speaker. A lot of people wouldn't. You know, my Japanese is not good. I'll be honest with you, my Japanese is not good. But I can do all of those things. I can talk about my interests, I can survive. Um, I don't have huge pauses in communication. I can explain around the problem. I can do those things so I consider myself fluent even though I don't consider myself good. That's a big distinction to make. In preparation for this podcast, I actually looked at what some polyglots think, right? That word, polyglot, polyglot. This means somebody who speaks multiple languages. Um, I think the minimum is four. After you speak four languages, you become a polyglot. And basically people who study languages and they speak like five, six, seven, 10, 14 languages, you know, big brain kind of people. And I looked at what they think fluency is because they know more about it than I do. I can speak two languages. They can speak a lot more. They know more about fluency than I do. So I want to read some things that I found out when I was looking into this. First is a quote from Shannon Kennedy. She runs a website, Eurolinguistic. And she said, in my opinion, fluency is when you're able to speak and understand a language enough that it doesn't hinder your ability to communicate. So she said, as long as you understand enough that you can communicate with people, that's fluency. Zachary Ngai, the guy that made the website Hello Talk. Maybe some of you guys know that website. This is what he said. One has attained language fluency when he or she can communicate clearly and effectively with other people in that language. Once again, Zachary's saying, as long as you can communicate, that's fluency. Steve Kaufman, uh, this guy runs LingQ and he speaks like 15 languages. You'll definitely see him on YouTube if you search for him. He says, the meaning of fluency in a foreign language is clear. It refers to the ability to converse with a native speaker on a variety of subjects without much strain on the other side. That's good. And finally, Simon Agger from Omniglot said, you may make mistakes, forget or not know words, and your pronunciation might not be perfect, but you can communicate your meaning well enough to be understood by native speakers. If you can do that, congratulations, you're fluent in the eyes of people who know what fluency is, right? So that is what fluency is. And I think a lot of students and a lot of language learners get a bit surprised when they realize what fluency actually is. It's not perfection. It's being able to communicate in another language, even if it's not perfect, right? So the truth of this matter is fluency doesn't equal perfection. They're not the same thing. Fluency is possible, perfection is not. So fluency is a better thing to aim for. Fluency is closer to B2 on the CEFR scale. You know the C A1, B A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2. B2, so upper intermediate, is closer to fluency than what people think. So I think if you're a B2 level student, you can call yourself fluent. The truth about fluency is it has a different meaning to everyone and it pretty much depends 
on what you're trying to achieve with the language. If you just want to be able to talk to the waitress in a restaurant while you're on holiday, and you can do that, congratulations, that's fluency to you. But if you want to talk about medical science at a trade conference in another language, that level of fluency might be a bit different. So, you know, it does depend on what it is. And this is the most important thing about fluency. Anybody that puts an advert on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or whatever that says, oh my God, guys, I got fluent in German in 14 days and you can do it too by paying for this course. Anybody that says that to you is a fucking liar. Fluency is not something you can achieve in two weeks with a course. Fluency takes time, it takes practice, it takes dedication. It's different for everybody how long it takes. But at the end of the day, two weeks is not long enough to be fluent in any language and I don't care what anybody says. If somebody says that to you, they're a fucking liar and they're just trying to scam you out of the money. So do not listen to them because that's bullshit. Straight up, that's bullshit. Fluency takes time. Put the time in, put the effort in and you'll get there in the end. So that is what I think fluency is. Now, in terms of getting to fluency, right? That's also something that people often think about. How can I become fluent? And now I understand what fluency is. It's easier to make a plan to, to get there, right? But I think the thing that if I was trying to be fluent in another language, let's say I was going to start speaking uh, German from, you know, I'm going to learn German. Let's just say German. The first thing I would do is I would go and learn vocabulary. I wouldn't concentrate on anything else at first, just vocabulary. And I'd learn like the 3,000 most common words, the ones that they use every single day. I'd, use, I'd learn those 3,000 words first. After that, I'd buy a basic grammar book or something and I'd learn the basic grammar. Um, after that, I would spend all my time trying to speak to native speakers and listen to native material, listen to podcasts in German, watch German YouTube videos, find some German people to speak to. That's what I would do. And I would just keep doing that until I could reach the goals in that language. It's not rocket science, people. It's not. The problem is everybody wants a shortcut. Everybody wants to be fluent in two weeks without putting the work in. Anybody can be fluent in another language, but you've got to put the time in, you've got to be dedicated, and you've got to spend a lot of your time practicing. Now, if you can't do that, you're not going to be fluent. But if you can, and you've got patience, you can do it. Anybody can do it. I'm an idiot. And if I can learn Japanese, which is one of the hardest languages for English speakers to learn, you can learn English. I promise. <laughs> if I can do it, anyone can do it. So there you go. Um, and that's basically it for this podcast today. I just wanted to give you an overview of what fluency is and hopefully change your mind about what fluency means and give you a bit of confidence. Most people get really disheartened because... They feel like, oh, I'm not fluent. I'm never going to be fluent. And actually, fluency is probably a lot closer than you think it is. So stop being so hard on yourself. Enjoy the journey. 
and you're doing well so keep it up and that's basically it for today i want to invite all of you once again to join the dan sensei study squad um, basically you go to my website dansenseienglish.com slash study squad and join there put your email address in and you'll get everything uh, that i produce so you'll get an email with the study hacks guide which is a book i wrote about how to improve studying english on your own you're going to get cheat sheets for all of my youtube videos so you can study anytime anywhere you're also going to get all the latest news about courses and lessons and private lessons and all that stuff so if you are interested in that stuff the study squad knows about it first so i suggest you join and wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast do me a favor subscribe or follow uh, put a thumbs up leave a five star review whatever it is anything you can do like that will help me out a lot and i just want to say thank you very much for listening to this podcast I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it useful. And until next time, I'll catch you in the next one.